Okay, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, Thursday, April 29th, 2021, here in the Southern District of New York. We're covering more than 10 cases, one about the PLO, some cases in D.C., but we're compelled again to return to the case of Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, the procurer, groomer for Jeffrey Epstein, still in the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. And just now, minutes ago, it hit the docket. She filed a letter that followed up on her appeal to the Second Circuit in which she describes, this is her letter, this is her lawyer writing to Judge Nathan. Miss Maxwell continues to be disrupted throughout the night by guards shining a flash strobe light into her cell, claiming that her breathing must be checked. And then there's this. Contrary to the report that Miss Maxwell wears an eye mask while she sleeps, an item neither available for purchase through the MDC commissary nor provided to her, She resorts to using a sock or towel to cover her eyes. Last night, she was confronted by MDC staff due to a visible bruise over her left eye. The black eye is depicted in Exhibit B. We've put this uh, letter up uh, on Patreon. Despite 24-7 camera surveillance, no guard addressed the bruise until Miss Maxwell, who has no mirror, caught a reflection of her aching eye in the gleam of a nail clipper. At that point... MDC staff confronted Ms. Maxwell regarding the source of the bruise, threatening to place her in the shoe, the special housing unit, if she did not reveal how she got it. So this letter just went in, so Judge Nathan hasn't ruled on it yet. She ruled today that the MDC should have to describe about the seizure of legal documents. Now, here's from I, – I queued it up as best I could. Here's from Maxwell's uh, April 26th um, Second Circuit argument. This is her lawyer. We covered that as well. And for the past 10 months – She has been detained in horrific conditions that make it impossible for her to prepare for trial. Even though, uh, as the government agrees, she's not a danger to the community, and even though the government has not provided any evidence in support of its proffer, not even the names of the accusers. Not even the names of the accusers. Now, to shift for a moment, this afternoon we covered another Second Circuit argument that we're going to write about, and I don't know if anyone else will. U.S. versus Felton. James Felton got a lengthy sentence for uh, long-time Bronx drug dealing and gunplay. Um, but the appeal is based on the failure during voir dire, during jury selection, to ask about implicit racial bias. Um, it didn't sound from the judge's questioning that this is going to be – this is going to prevail. But that's the argument um, – that's the argument being made to the Second Circuit. So we'll follow this. We cover the courts quite closely. What we also try to cover is the U.N. In fact, we still do cover it even though inner city press was physically ousted and has been banned from the United Nations and its briefings for 1,032 days by a corrupt secretary general. Yes, Antonio Guterres is a man so corrupt, so unaccountable, that if he doesn't like a media's questions, he can have it thrown in the street, banned with no appeal. Now, it's funny because today, I think this is the run-up to World Press Freedom Day. Antony Blinken, the secretary of state, met with a number of groups talking about press freedom out in the world. Well, charity begins at home. The United Nations is in New York City. In fact, it's right on the East River, and it's practicing censorship now more than 1,000 days. It's time to enforce the principles of the First Amendment or have the U.N. hit the road, Jack. Okay, it's the four-minute drill. Inner City Press, Matthew Russell Lee, to be continued.